sit down and watch them have a talk with Jennifer and Josh. Hi friends, it's Jennifer. And I'm Josh. Thank you so much for joining us for part two of our Draft Spectacular, where we are picking the flicks we will be recapping and reviewing for this most wonderful time of the year. The fates have given us some really good ones. Yeah, if you missed that, go back to part one. There were some, well, I had to use the veto button. Yes, we do have a veto button, which is solely in my control at this point. We got the bingo balls loaded to pick up where we left off. So with week six, let's get into that. All right. So we've got a few more movies. Obviously, we're getting a little bit more of a crowded schedule to get into November. We've got on November 19th, Holiday Hotline. This one's on Hallmark. After leaving London, Abby connects with an anonymous caller while working at a cooking hotline. Okay. <laughs> the caller is single dad, John, who Abby unknowingly has become slitten with in real life. You noted that this sounds like Sleepless in Seattle meets You've Got Mail. It's got to be a Meg Ryan Tom Hanks something going on. It's infused with that. November 22nd on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, a season for family. Maddie's adopted son Wesley has just one Christmas wish to meet his brother Cody, who is adopted into a different family. There you go. I'm sure that'll tug at the heart straight. I'm sure. November 23rd, Catch Me If You Claws on Hallmark. Avery Quinn is an aspiring news anchor who's finally getting her big break on her station's Christmas morning newscast. Been there, done that. <laughs> but that's put in jeopardy when she captures an intruder in her home wearing a red suit claiming to be Chris, Santa's son who is on his first big mission. I put in the notes, yes, yes, and yes. Yeah, so Josh is really rooting for a yellow on our bingo draw here. We'll see, we'll see. November 24th, letters to Santa on Hallmark. When young siblings receive a magic pen from Santa that appears to be granting wishes, they request a Christmas gift that they want more than anything for their separate parents to reunite. Oof. And I wrote Christmas Parent Trap, question mark. This sounds like a tearjerker. And it's not movies and mysteries, so maybe it won't be as. That is true. This one sounds good to me. November 24th on Hallmark Holiday Road, when bad weather leaves each of them stranded at the airport for the holidays, a tech entrepreneur, a travel writer, a devoted mother and her son, a stubborn senior, an enigmatic woman with a hint of mystery, a couple traveling from Paul Colby, and a social media influencer cast of thousands oh, no goodness. all agree to rent a shared van to embark on a road trip to Denver inspired by true events also inspired by what planes, trains, and automobile I was going to say <laughs> sounds a lot like that scene in Home Alone where the mom is trying yes. to get back to Chicago and she's in the U-Haul with John Candy yep definitely <laughs> on November 25th Christmas in Notting Hill on Hallmark famous soccer star has always been too busy for love but when he comes to Notting Hill for Christmas he changes his mind after meeting Georgia, a visiting American, and the one person who has no idea who he is. Absolutely. That sounds too big. And then we've got a big one. Oh, man. That's already creating a lot of buzz out there. Haul out the holly lit up. We got a preview of this mm -hmm. during Christmas in July on Hallmark. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, they're, they're really putting all their eggs in this basket. As the holiday approaches, Emily and Jared are looking forward to celebrating the holidays together again, this time as a couple. When a house on the block goes up for sale, it causes quite a stir with residents as the welcoming committee prepares for the new arrivals. The only thing it's certain is this Christmas, Evergreen Lane is going to play. Very punny. Uh, I love a ton. So this week is so jam-packed. We actually have, if we get a red or a green, 
there's multiple reds and greens. So then we'll, I think we should do rock, paper, scissors. I like that idea. Rob on the fly. All right. right. Let's building building the plane as we fly. <laughs> oh, well, right. Uh, White. What's uh, that? Holiday Road. Oh. The one with the cast of a thousand people. The yes. cast of a thousand. That will be really good. I think it's silly about it. All right. So this would be Murray. We've got a blue letters to Santa. I'm going to veto this one. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm, I... I just, I don't like the premise of this. Okay. It doesn't sound good to me. This was the one about the siblings who get the magic pen from Santa. I don't generally like the ones that sort of have the magical magic element. Yeah, but didn't you like the... Um, magical Christmas Village? Well, we were okay on that one, but the cookies, the Kismet Christmas cookies. The Kismet Christmas cookies I did like, but that was because of the actors. Yeah, fair enough. Mary. The story itself was a little wackadoo. Okay, so, All right, so redraw. No, I use my veto. Veto button goes away. Veto button's gone. You might regret that one. Out of pocket. And here we are. Another one in yellow. Catch me if you claws. Thank you. Oh, good. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. This is the one about the aspiring news anchor and the intruder in her home. <laughs> so. Does an intruder. It's safe. Uh, right. Not really. And I will tell you, we will probably. If we can swing it, we're going to try to do a third episode and do that haul out the holly. I think we, I'm gonna we're just going to have to do it. So maybe we'll just do a poiky episode or something. Yeah, that'll be great. Sounds good. On to the next week. November 26th, our Christmas mural on Hallmark. Olivia is a single mom who returns home for Christmas. Her most secretly, I know, her mom secretly enters her into a mural contest. Reading is hard for me. I'm sorry. Sometimes it is for me too. We've got another big one. November 26th, A Biltmore Christmas on Hallmark. You just wrote Bethany Joy Lenz, Christopher Palaha, Biltmore, Time Travel, Hourglass, The Whole Nine Yards. Yeah. You also wrote in your notes, they could say this movie is about boogers and I would still want to watch it. So synopsis was very long. It was close to a novel. So what more do you need to know? We've been seeing previews and imagery from this movie since... February which year. if it's a letdown oof. that's gonna be rough but we also applied to be extras on the set and calm so but we're not bitter about it no it's just you know fodder for the pod fodder for the pod pot fodder <laughs> potter we've got November 26th on up TV mistletoe connection Kate Snow Loves everything about the holidays, from Christmas sweaters to Christmas crafts. Kate loves it all, but what is really making her jolly is Christmas time at her shop, Treasures from the Heart. That's been in her family for generations this year. However, a developer, Big Bad Developer, is moving into her quaint neighborhood and trying to turn everything she loves upside down. This sounds like the typical Big Bad Developer, small town trope. And I've got to ask. Do they not realize there's like a mildly famous NBC News anchor named Kate Snell? I, it seems a little eyeball, but... Yeah, it's a deep cut. I don't know. All right. November 30th. Time for her to come home for Christmas. We have had him, them, they, they us, everybody. And now the seat for her is coming home for all of us on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Facing her first Christmas without her mother and looking to avoid loneliness. Oh, gosh. Carly heads to a quaint town to lead the church choir at Christmas. And I also wrote, please, no. Yeah. But I've already used the veto. Yeah. Oh, no. This one sounds out of the bingo dry, actually. This one sounds a little... Yeah. Okay. We've got Candy Cane Lane on December 1st. 
Candy Cane Lane stars Eddie Murphy as a man who makes a deal with an elf to help him win his neighborhood's house decorating contest. Unfortunately, the elf also brings to life the 12 Days of Christmas, which causes all kinds of wacky problems, apparently, for the whole town. <laughs> Sounds like it's overtaken by a lot of birds, if the lyrics of the holiday classic are anything to go by. Co-stars in this one include Tracy Ellis Ross, who's great. You're excited. Ken Marino and Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. And it's on the Amazon Prime. So you don't have Hallmark or some of these other streaming abilities. Pretty much everybody has Amazon Prime. I wouldn't be bad about that. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. December 2nd, my Norwegian holiday. Oh, boy. Do we not get to do two Vedas? No. No. Okay. JJ, grieving the loss of her grandmother and seeking dissertation inspiration, stumbles upon an unexpected holiday destiny. Then we go to Norway and uncover a troll's origin. Please, no. If there's a red one, yikes. We've got a not-so-royal Christmas on Hallmark. So much royalty. On December 2nd, tabloid journalist attempts to land an interview with a reclusive count. (laughs) In response, the royal family has a groundskeeper poses the count since the real count fled years ago. I wrote, this sounds like the royal family and news, 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 so I'm very conflicted here. You know, I love a news, news, news trope, but... Yeah, we're having not a fail. So so we'll have to see about that one. Also on December 2nd, on Hallmark Mahogany, Christmas with the kids. A woman returns home to help with her family's Christmas carnival and romance ignites. All right, so that's a slew of movies. I thought the previous week had the most, but that's... Yeah, we got a lot. That's quite a few to pick from. So we will see. Okay, oh, let, yeah, let, clear, get, let me clear these. If we get red, green, or yellow, we're gonna have to do uh, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. All right. All right. And we got our yeah. Okay, so that's who's facing off our Christmas mural versus my Norwegian holiday. Oh gosh, okay. So, Call me the mural. You're the mural. I'm the troll. Okay. You do rock, paper, scissors, shoot, or rock, paper, scissors. We're going to rock, paper, scissors, shoot. That's how I think is the right way. But other than people have argued with me in the past. I'm with you on that. Ready? <laughs> Stretch. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, no. Good job. You won. <laughs> now we can watch the troll movie. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, no. Oh, no. Because rock beats scissors. That one sounds like a big old stinker. And maybe it'll be great. Okay. Maybe I'll be thick though. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, Hello. we got oh, another one. So who's facing off this time? It's Mistletoe Connection versus Christmas with a Kiss. So this is the... That TV versus Mahogany. The Christmas Big Bad Developer one versus the woman who goes home with her family's Christmas carnival and romancing. You know, so more Christmas. Well, I think it's going to be just like all out the holly where we're going to do it. We're going to have to. Okay, so you're the Christmas with a Kiss and I'm Mistletoe. Okay. Whatever. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. She won again. Our ever's rock. So we're going to do Christmas with a kiss. Christmas with a kiss. There you go. On to the next week. We've got from Up TV, Yuletide the Knot. I do like their names. I appreciate their That's cute. December 3rd, when small town wedding planner Rachel is faced with planning her biggest Christmas wedding yet for an out-of-town influencer couple, she is thrown an unexpected surprise when the bride's manager turns out to be Logan. First love. My hand is like, he's stuck in the pink. Okay, I got it. I didn't want to move it while you were still breathing. I appreciate it. And the ornament, our ornament cell. Ouch. Guys, in case you're wondering, yes, we do have new merch. And here's the ornament. 
Isn't that cute? It's beautiful. You know, you all want one on your shirt. You're here. also sporting our Merry and Bright t-shirts. Uh, yeah, this is the season two shirt. Very soft. Very long. Very okay. bright. Mary and bright. Okay. Moving on. On December 7th, to all a good night on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, a small town photographer saves the life of a mysterious man who may just be in town to buy her family's parkland, which is also the location of the annual Christmas celebration. Yeah, it sounds like very mad. Sneezer. December 8th, Magic and Mistletoe on Hallmark Harrington. <laughs> Is the author of a popular book series, but commercial success has left him a bitter recluse. Oh boy, that doesn't sound holly or jolly. All right, December 9th, Christmas on Cherry Lane. Starring six Hallmark greats, they celebrate the holidays as they navigate turning points in their lives, etc., etc. etc. Sounds like a lot of conversation. But quite the ensemble. Ensemble. All right. right. Give it the four that week. Oh, we got a green. I'm ready. Green. All a good night. To all a good night. There okay. you go. Small town photographer saves the life of a mysterious man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, sure. And, oh, gotta get red. You'll tie the knot. Another one from UpTV there about the small town wedding planner. That'll be fun. We are on to the next week, and we've got Round and Round. This one's actually a Hanukkah movie that we're getting mm-hmm. from Hallmark. Rachel is stuck in a time loop, reliving the night of her parents' Hanukkah party. So this basically sounds like Groundhog Day, but at Hanukkah. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I kind of want that one. December 14th, Heaven Down Here. Oh, boy. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, inspired by Mickey Gutton's song of the same name. It tells the story of four disparate people. Disparate. Mm-hmm. It sounded weird, as it? Uh, who find themselves stranded in a local diner on Christmas Eve when a snowstorm hits the town. It might be sad, but it also might have hints. And um, Kirk Franklin's, you know, and they got snowed in a mm-hmm. church last year. I was also going to say this could have hints of Christmas at the Golden Dragon, too. True. Which True. is kind of one of these restaurants where stories are intersecting. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. Yeah, could be fun. Could be fun. The Secret Gift of Christmas is December 15th on Hallmark. Bonnie is a personal shopper who helps her new widowed client, Patrick, reconnect with his young daughter. I feel like I've seen the same plot before somewhere. Yeah. Okay. December 16th, sealed with a list on Homer. This holiday season, Festive Carly sets out to conquer her list of abandoned resolutions from last year. So they're already, even by mid-September or mid-December, Homer's like, we know you're busy. What kind of roll is January? Phoning it in a little bit. We're kind of yada yadding the rest of these. Yeah. Okay, one more. We get Friends and Family Christmas, December 17th on Hallmark. Daniela and Amelia are set up by their parents. They agree to pretend that they are dating to appease them for the holidays. Seen it before, but I do always like that trip. So, yeah. whatever. All right, we have five options. We have five bingo color balls. That, Here we go. I'm going to also them around a little bit. You fish them. Yeah, let's fish them up. And we've got white. Friends and family Christmas. Friends and family Christmas. You'll take the lead on, and I will take the lead on. Sealed with the list. Good. Good. Okay. Very good. We can avoid the sad one. There you go. Mission accomplished. So, real quick, I thought we'd go through these great American family ones that we've got oh. here. Since we don't know when they are. And we'll just kind of give them yay, nay, or meh. Got it. Does that sound good? I love it. Okay. So a royal Christmas romance, Bella Sparks, owner of Bella Sparks Couture, takes on a demanding new client, Stefan, to outfit for a week of high-stakes meetings and events after his luggage goes missing. 
Met. Yeah. yeah. A Christmas for the Ages, prompted by their youngest granddaughter, four generations celebrate family and what Christmas was like in the 40s, 60s, 90s, and present day. This one has Candace Cameron Bure. So CC. Well, it's, it's her daughter. Oh, it's her daughter. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, daughter. My bad. And I think this could be fun. I like a little, it's not time travel, but different. Different, different generations. Generations. Yeah, it could be fun. I would like to see what they do with the 90s piece, of course. And the makeup. Yeah. We've got a Paris Christmas waltz. Emma relinquishes her job, so a colleague with a family will keep his. Contemplating life's next steps, Emma meets a professional dancer, Leo, whose love for competitive dancing is waning until a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity arises for the novice to join the pro and sweep all of Paris off its feet. Not That's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. Um, Lacey Chabert was in a Christmas waltz dance movie a couple of years ago. Ooh. And even with her, I didn't love. It's not my favorite. And we're getting a Danica McKellar waltz movie for Ray Land Family for fall, I think, next week. Yes. You're so, right. There we go. We've got, I want you to read this one. Twas the text before Christmas. A New York City chiropractor mistakenly receives a text from Nana. The accidental text turns into a loving friendship between the matronly Nana and Annie, who now communicate regularly. Nana invites Annie to spend the holiday in Vermont, which is lovely that time of year. Nana's single son a traveling doctor is also home for the holidays. Over three consecutive years, James Addy are together during the holidays, though it isn't until they are both single that they begin to see each other in a different light. You noted that this sounds like a merry text, which... I think I've seen this film before, and I didn't like the... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We've got Christmas on Windmill Way on Great American Family. Mia Meyer excitedly anticipates the Christmas Market Fest Dutch Bake Off competition and is filled with confidence her Mimi Anne will win the festival's top prize with her award-winning something. Kerstostel. <laughs> when she learns Mimi has difficult news to share, Anne had to sell land around the family-owned Chanson Inn, and now there's a big bad developer. Yeah, that's a big nut. That's a big pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bringing Christmas home on Great American Valley, retired military officer, now military history professor Caroline Upton is enlisted to assist antique store owner Russell in finding the family of World War II Army officer before Christmas with the hopes of returning precious personal artifacts, etc., etc. I mean, they basically give the actors or the character social security numbers in the synopsis. And I tuned out many minutes ago, so that's a no for me. They did the same thing last year. I do sort of like a patriotic theme at the holidays, so mm-hmm. maybe it may be for that. Well, the next one is My Christmas Hero. We did see this, yes. In My Christmas Hero, U.S. Army Reservist and Orthopedic Physician Nicole... That's Candace Cameron Bure. There you go. There she is. ...is dedicated to serving military service members and their families at the Joint Military Base in Lacey, Washington. This Christmas, with the help of many dedicated heroes, Dr. Ramsey is on a mission to honor a special fallen soldier and bring much-needed healing to her own family. This sounds like a tear your care. Yes, but I bet it's good. I would say yay to that. I would say yay to that. We got Blessings of Christmas. Renowned TV star says goodbye to her hit culinary series with plans to travel the globe, dining in all 142 Michelin star restaurants. A lot of food montages in this mm-hmm. Before jetting to Paris... Mandy stops in Milwaukee with the deed to her deceased aunt's food pantry, recently purchased by an adjacent Big Bad Business Center. Yeah, and sing, yeah. yeah, pantry volunteer reminds all that Aunt Susie's love of cooking was truly love of feeding and inspires one more holiday feast for those who need it. No. No. Now. Now. We're excited. Yes. What do we have, Josh? Uh, destined to Christmas once more. <laughs> Our Cindy, all, 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 all. 
We we watched Destiny at Christmas last year. It was one of our first episodes for the new crop last year. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Same cast, coming back for more. In the sequel, Theo continues to miss connecting with his girlfriend, Kim, as he attempts to propose at Christmas. Believable? No, but happy they're back. And I just hope, for God's sake, they get to finally become engaged in this one. And they need to be under the same roof because they keep losing each other. They put some air tags on one another. <laughs> air tag. Find my friend. Brought to you by air tag. Some. <laughs> my goodness. No, I'm very excited about that. That's my biggest probably excitement. We've got 12 games of Christmas. A group of old friends and neighbors are transported into Christmas-themed board game during a Christmas party. I love this other phone game. It does sound fun. I love a board game. I do too. A Christmas commission to rival realtors are forced to work together to sell one special house owned by a renowned botanist and mistletoe grower right before Christmas. Careless. Pass. To apply for her dream job at a foodie startup, this one's called A Dash of Christmas, <laughs> an executive must learn to bake. When she recruits a handsome baker, of course, to help her, she inadvertently ends up entered into a Christmas bake-off. That sounds up your alley. I love a baking montage, but this sounds a little... We're going to give it a myth. It's a myth. Okay. A model Christmas, while on a charity press tour, a model ends up stranded by the weather at the family home of Driver she hired to assist her for the week. Huh? Yeah. No. A royal Christmas holiday, in search of a big break, a reporter, News News News, arranges a Christmas interview with a European prince. Why are we... So many... So many reporters trying to track down outs and royalty. Will the reporter's big story become her love story? Don't care. Don't it is fast. Yeah. A time capsule Christmas. Yeah. Didn't even have a synopsis. It's a title. It's a title. This it might happen, may not. Could be cool. Who knows? Mistletoe moments with her career on the line. A decorator. <laughs> must work with an unexpected partner to showcase a house for an upcoming Christmas gala. Because that's what decorators do. Yeah. That's no. no for me, dog. Our Christmas wedding in the sequel roles reverse as Nicole's boss plans newly engaged Nicole and Michael's wedding in two weeks at Christmas. We didn't see the first one. Not interested in the second. Peppermint and postcard. I enjoyed the title. I didn't too. <laughs> when a Christmas letter concerning her love goes viral, one mom discovers that romance might be right at her door. Well, I like the title more than the synopsis. Santa maybe? Santa maybe. Can, That's what they're going for there. Of course. Can theater director Lila rise to the challenge of putting on the perfect Christmas ballet while also discovering her office secret, Santa? The Christmas re-gift, a city manager recruits the help of childhood friend in setting right his town's Christmas charity event while she sets to work setting him up with her close friend. I stopped listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now. <laughs> now. Listen, you got a couple from Lifetime here, too. I think they'll have a few more, but I couldn't find... Mary a synopsis. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. They used to do It's a Wonderful Lifetime, and they add as many as not more than Hallmark. Maybe they're just deciding not to get in the fight anymore. And I, mean, I went on their main movie website. There's Amish Stud that has Luke McFarland in it from Notes of Autumn. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Murder and Murdoff Murders and Murder, Murderville. Murder Murderer. Yeah. yeah. But there we've gotten some insight on a few, and I knew you'd be excited. There's one called Ladies of the 80s. Now, this one has Lonnie Anderson, Morgan Fairchild, Linda Gray, Donna Mills, and Nicolette Sheridan. They're joining fabulous forces for a new holiday movie. I have to tell you, one of my bourbon friends, I've got a group of guys that I have bourbon with. Of course, you have bourbon friends. His name is Tom. Okay. 
Shout out Tom. Shout out Tom. On the pod. Tom was doing some yard work, turned on our podcast, is now a loyal listener. Hey, Tom. Thanks. Did Tom leave that review? Maybe. It was somebody that started with a T. Could be. I bet it's Tom. So Tom texted me about Ladies of the Earth. <laughs> That's Tom, sad. Tom wants to be a guest. Yes, so I think Tom. we could swing it if we were to do it. So <laughs> we'll have to see. But the fact that Tom, one of my bourbon guys, texted me about this one tells me that this might appeal to an entirely different kind of demographic. I mean, I think it's going to be a smash. We don't know what it is. So here we are. All right. Do you want to go over the other few lifetimes that we've got some info on? I'm not really excited about it. I mean, it are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. There you have our big, big draft. You're going to have to stay with us, obviously, on the socials. We're going to come up with like a whole printable thing that people can do. Checklist. Checklist. To let you know what we are watching. Exactly. We are making our list and you can check it twice. You can find everything related to our socials on our website at dowatchwhatiwatch.com. And as always, may your days be merry and bright.